L.I.W. The NBA Review is brought to you with a terrible theme song. L.I.W. NBA Review. Hello, citizens. I did warn you. It's brought to you by a terrible theme song. All right. I am Phoenix West. Welcome to LIW NBA Review. On today's episode, I kind of just want to cover the first, let's see, few weeks. What are we at? Three weeks here into the season. Uh, I just want to go over how every team's doing, and I wanted to revamp my postseason predictions, the seedings. I haven't decided yet if I'm going to keep changing it. Or I just wanted to see how the teams did in the first month or so of the season. And then I was going to revamp them based on their performance so far. So I did make some edits. I did make some changes. Uh, if you listen to the last episode, I did lay it out. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. And then I'm at the very start, right before the season starts, I'm going to make a couple edits. And that'll be it. That'll be that. And I didn't do that because I'm a horrible liar and I'm addicted to lying. No, the real reason is, I was, like I said, I wanted to see how they did. Some teams you think they're going to be great and they don't. I just wanted to get a get a good feel. I, I had the NBA League pass and I watched most of the teams play a little bit. Not a whole game of each team, but enough to get a good feeling for them all. So I did revamp my, my uh, list, my rankings, my 1 through 16 in each conference, how they're going to finish, how I think they're going to finish, based on my flawless fucking logic and enormous ego. Okay, so, for the Eastern Conference, uh, drumroll, uh, I don't have a drumroll sound. Anyway, the Eastern Conference, I have uh, first seed. Let's go, let's go bottom up. Let's do that. Let's do 15 up. 15th spot in the East, I have the Philadelphia 76ers, because they are the Philadelphia 76ers. They, I will get to that in the next episode. I'm going to do this, just my rankings, in the first three weeks of the season. But in my next episode, I have a list of NBA changes I want to make. And they're not real suggestions, but I think they should be taking... Take, someone should take... Someone up, you know, Adam Silver should take a look at these and really debate them if it's good for the league. Um, but you'll have to listen to the next episode to, to get that. Um, anyway, Philadelphia 76ers, because they tank every year, and then they're going to get a number one draft pick, and then they're going to tank again, and then repeat. I was talking about this yesterday this team, and how much I hate them. Because you think there's no... It's like forcing yourself into a suicide mission, but then if you realize you can succeed, they never pull out and decide that they want to live. You know what I mean? Every year they go, oh, we're going to tank to the bottom. We're going to tank to the bottom. We're going we're gonna to get all these great players in here. But then you realize four or five years in, however long they've been doing this poorly that they've gotten, not number ones every year, because Cleveland does that, but they've gotten good draft picks, good players, and then you've got to, at some point, what's your withdrawal plan from the tanking thing? Because it hasn't happened yet. They just keep going, oh, we got these guys, but we'll keep tanking and get more. What's the fucking exit strategy? Is there one? Is it just this? Is it just go down with the ship at this point? Is is the whole city gonna just going to keep showing up to the game, watch you tank every year? I just don't get what the, there's no exit strategy, apparently. You got to realize that these players that are there with the in the first five draft first five draft picks of the first round, 
they could go somewhere else, and they will if you don't try to win eventually. If, it, if you're not surrounding them with people, why the fuck would they stay? Why would you? Why would they? No reason. You're a shit franchise anyway. Um, number 14, it took a huge jump from my predictions last time, is the Brooklyn Nets. I have them at 14th. Uh, they are terrible so far. They are 1-9 as of right now. The 76ers are 0-10, and, and they will pro- almost will go 0-82. It's very, very fucking possible at this point. I'm not really sure if it's... They they are the franchise that had the le- world's the world's uh, the league's worst record starting record right or the longest losing streak last year the year before I forget which well holy shit I hate them anyway the Brooklyn Nets they look terrible they have no I realize I lost almost all of their players in the last couple of years uh, Pierce went to L A fucking what's his goddamn name he left he went to Dallas anyway. The team is done. They are just over with. Uh, number 13th, I have... Number 13th? Number 13, I have the Orlando Magic. They don't have anybody either. And they look... They're just one of those teams where you can't get excited about. I watched the Bulls play the Magic. And I couldn't get excited over it. And the Bulls are my team. I was just sitting there watching it like, oh, I just don't care. I just I just can't get into it. They're just a boring team. Always are. Always have been. I don't hate them or anything. They're just boring. Um, number 12, the Washington Wizards. That's right. They are 4-4 four and four as of right now, and I don't think it's going to keep up. Uh, Wizards are a team I kind of like watching and kind of don't. I miss the Gilbert Arenas, Agent Zero shit, uh, but it's, gone, it's long gone. Number 11 is a team I also don't like, the Indiana Pacers. They are one of those teams where every year people are like, oh, this is the year for them. This is the year. And then... There's some weird shit going on inside the team. Some someone's arguing with somebody, and then sooner or later they're they're barely making the playoffs. And if they do, they're out first round, maybe second round at the at the most. But I don't I don't see them getting the playoffs this year. Uh, number ten, the Boston Celtics. Uh, the Celtics are a confusing team because they should be tanking right now, and right now they're five and four. They're above five hundred, which is weird. Uh, it just seems to be all heart, but that will dissipate when it gets to the long stretch of the season. It is a long season in basketball. I don't see them maintaining that throughout the entire year. It's just not possible. Number nine, I have the Hornets, the the Charlotte Hornets, which is nice to say, refreshing. I've watched all but two of the Hornets games so far. I watched them both destroy and lose to the Bulls. And I saw them lose two heartbreaking games to the Atlanta Hawks, like right at back to back. And it was the last last possession game. It was one of those things. It was very exciting games with the Hawks. They lost them. I would want to put them higher, but I think again they're a young team. I think toward the end of the season they're gonna start falling apart a little bit. And I hope it doesn't affect him. I hope Jeremy, Jeremy Lin stays healthy, and I hope, I hope he actually pulls these guys up. He does, he's not like a seasoned vet or anything, but he's the best they got right now as, as far as that goes, the heart of the team. I mean, they have other players. They're one of those teams where all their players have names that sound like old men. Al, and uh, just look at the team roster. It's, it's ridiculous looking. The uh, Number eight. You ready for this? I can't believe I'm predicting this. This is the eighth seed. That means they will make the playoffs. The New York Knicks. 
Can't believe I said that. It, it's going to happen. Uh, I don't know how. They look a little better this year. Uh, they're doing pretty good. Uh, it's five and six. They're below 500. But they're looking better than they were previous years. And I feel like they maybe got over their bullshit. Uh, Stoudemire's gone. Maybe they're done you know, with their stupid fucking predictions. And they're one of those teams that like to... They like to predict themselves as the champions before the season starts. Like I feel like the Clippers do that too right now. Clippers are real bad at that, and I'm sick of them. Uh, number seven, Milwaukee Bucks. That's right. That's right. They beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland Cavaliers. Am I really fucking stuck on that word, Cleveland Cavaliers? They beat them the other day. And they're the only team other than the Chicago Bulls in the opening season opening to beat them, which means they lost two division games, Cleveland did. And that would mean something if they weren't the Cavaliers. So, number six, Miami Heat. Uh, I don't really have anything to say about the Heat. This is a team I barely saw a game of. Uh, I just feel like maybe they're getting a little better this year. I don't know why I put them at six above the Bucks. If I had to choose, but I just feel like the Bucks are gonna toward the middle of the season they'll probably start to lose a couple games and toward the end of the season they'll win a couple a few in a row and get a good streak there and then finish sixth. That's why I put them there. Or seventh. The Heat though, Heat are more of a veteran franchise. They've they've won before. I don't think they're gonna catch up to the teams I have above them at all though. They could be in fifth because in fifth seed I have the Toronto Raptors. I got to admit, I have no idea why I put them fifth. I just feel like it was a smart pick on my part because I'm a fucking genius. I d- really, though, I just, I just, they did pretty good last year. I think they're one of those teams that flies under the radar every year, so nobody really has them as a target. Every year they're going to they're gonna do well, uh, I, and they're, I don't know, they look pretty good. I saw them. I saw a couple games of theirs. They look pretty good. I, I really don't have anything... Negative or positive to say about them. They just look good, I guess. Number four. Uh, this is a surprise. This one jumped. I don't. I had them, let's see, before at number 10, and this time I have them at number four, based on how they perform so far. Granted, they could tank. I don't know. I have them a little high. Maybe they'll finish seventh with the Raptors and Heat above them. But I have the Detroit Pistons at number four. The Pistons destroyed the fucking Bulls when I watched that game. That was brutal. And then they lost a couple. And, there's, you know, it's going to be a long season for them. They're going to lose their footing a bit. Uh, I could see them not making the playoffs, too. I have them at four, but it just, that just, I'm just depending on if they can maintain that. And I don't think they can, really. But i kind of just going off a gut feeling for this one. Number three, I have the Atlanta Hawks. Yep. Like I said, I already stated why. Uh, two, I have the Chicago Bulls. I think Derrick Rose is going to start doing better, maybe. He'll see singular vision soon. I'm not really sure. He's starting to look better, starting to look more like Derrick Rose. Really excited to watch him. I love the hair, even if Charles Barkley hates it. Digging it. Digging it, dude. Uh, yeah, I think they're just I think they're not gonna pass. Obviously, number one is Cleveland Cavaliers. Obviously. I, they're not gonna pass Cleveland. That's not gonna happen. The problem is they're gonna face Cleveland in the postseason if they stick around long enough in the postseason. I just feel like Cleveland's going to be a hurdle that they're not going to pass for a while. So until LeBron retires, it's just going to be LeBron in the Eastern Conference going to the finals every year. 
And that's the basketball friend. That's the, the the landscape for basketball in the years to come. That's why I th- I'm kind of getting bored with the NBA because it's become so fucking predictable. It's going to be LeBron James facing someone in the West. And in the, in the West, it's going to be one of three teams, maybe four teams. And that's it. And I feel like the NFL or MLB or especially NHL, each team really has a chance. It's not, there's not the monopoly on players. Like, if you get a good player in the NFL, it doesn't fucking, like, you can do, we can win really well, but it's, it's, this is a player's league. The NBA is a player's league. One person can really just dominate the league if they're a dominant player because they're on the court for 40 out of 48 minutes at least. So, with the NFL, you're not going to get that because a good quarterback's only on the field when there's offense on the field. And if you're scoring, your offense is barely on the field. So, your best player is sitting down all the time going over plays and whatever they do. But, you know, the point is he can't dominate the game when he's not in the fucking game anymore. NHL, the puck moves between hands so much, between sticks, you're not going to... You can score a lot, and it does help a lot. Don't get me wrong. But it's a little bit more like basketball than football as far as dominating goes, but it's not predictable at all. Like, there's a couple good teams right now. Obviously, the Kings, you get Boston... The last few years, you get New York Rangers, you got the Chicago Blackhawks, obviously you got Blackhawks. You, you know, you got your teams, and they they compete, but fucking Tampa Bay, who saw that coming? Like, I, I, I think they're going to go again this year, but I di- you just, you're not going to know beforehand. This year, I can tell you right now, LeBron James will be in the finals if he stays healthy. I know he's got back problems and whatever, but I, you, it's been years he's just gone to the finals, and I get that. That's great. That's great for him. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure people felt this way about uh, Michael Jordan, but I just, it's like, okay, yeah, there we go. And here we are. And he's in the finals. And I called that in, in the winter. That's great. It's just like, what's the fucking, there's no suspense. I like, and again, it's because he does the, he compiles all these teams with all these great players. He's got Kevin Love there. He's got Kyrie Irving, who was there before him, I know. I just feel like you shouldn't compile teams like this. I, I liked it back in the 90s when everyone's all spread out and then you really, they competed. I mean, LeBron, or LeBron, Michael Jordan did take over, but it was a real competitive. It was awesome games down the stretch, and it's kind of lacking now. And I will get into that in the next episode with the rule changes I want to do. Anyway, West Coast, Western, Western Conference. Number 15, the Los Angeles Lakers. Obviously, they are terrible. Kobe's not even playing anymore. I know right now they are in 14th above the Pelicans, but I do not have the Pelicans finishing there. I have 14th is Utah Jazz. And the Jazz are 5-5 five and five right now, but holy shit, are they going to start falling apart because they're the Utah Jazz. They're going to realize that they are the Jazz. The uh, Western Conference is usually supposed to be the dominant conference. Right now, they're looking a little weak, actually. There's like five, six good teams right now. I would say, obviously right now, one through six in the standings are Golden State, San Antonio, Oklahoma City, Dallas, and Los Angeles Clippers. And below that is, oh, excuse me, in Phoenix. But I don't, so there's five great teams that are really competing right now. I, I wouldn't put Phoenix in that mix right now. They are about 500, but I wouldn't. So the Clippers and above are just going to be, it's going to be fun to watch. But usually it's like one through 12 are like really, really competitive. 
Problem is, a lot of teams aren't doing as well as they should be, like Houston and Memphis, who have been really competitive the last couple of years, and Portland's done, and Sacramento's confusing as fuck, and, and everyone thought New Orleans was going to take off, and they're not. So it's a really weird position right now where I feel like the momentum in the league is slowly shifting over to the East as far as the dominant conference. This happens every decade. In the 90s, the Eastern Conference was the dominant decade. The it was it's the running gun conference. It's and, and I think the Western Conference gets that, but I think in the Western Conference they play more defense. Like except for the Suns back in the day and the fucking Warriors. But other than that, you know, the Spurs are built in their defense, the Mavericks. Uh, just a lot of good defensive teams. Uh, the Eastern Conference seems to be more of a well, let's see what happens conference. They just run around on the court like fucking college kids. Anyway, number 13, New Orleans Pelicans. I don't see them finishing last, but I don't see them doing much better than that. So, And number 12, the Trailblazers. Portland Trailblazers. They are a franchise on the rebuild. So you can't really blame them there. They lost a bunch of people. Good players. Number 11, the Denver Nuggets. Because of the fucking Nuggets and nobody gives a shit. Number 10, the Minnesota Timberwolves. They are looking strangely good right now. I didn't expect them to do as well as they have been, at least, I should say. They're only 4-6, and six, but they they look good. I'm not terribly excited for them right now. Uh, they're going to tank toward the end of the season, I think. They're only 4-6 and six right now, so it's a little early to say. But I really do think they're just going to start falling apart really, really quickly. Uh, number 9, Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings. That's right. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Even with Rondo, even with George Carl, who's everybody's talking about firing already. Jesus Christ, let him go. They're the fucking kings. They need to realize this is the best they're going to get. Number eight, the team in free fall right now I just mentioned, the Memphis Grizzlies. I think they will get their shit together toward the middle of the season. I bet in like three weeks from now, they will start getting their shit together. And by the middle of the season, by the time the All-Star break comes around, they're going to look pretty good. They're going to do the same thing they do every year, though. They're going to lose to the Spurs in the playoffs or something like that. Um, even though I, yeah, I have an eighth, that can't happen unless the Spurs finish first. Anyway, number seven, the Phoenix Suns. Suns. Um, I am going to see the Suns game um, two days from now. Yeah, two days. They're facing the Chicago Bulls. I get to go to the Suns game. And don't get me wrong, I do love the Phoenix Suns. I do love them. I'm one of those people who likes two teams in almost every sport. Okay, not every sport, football and basketball. Again, I, I talk about in the show, I do like four teams in the NBA, but really I root, root, root for two teams, the Suns and the Bulls. So I am going to root for the Chicago Bulls, though, at the Suns game, which is going to be awesome. Ah, very excited. Anyway, I just don't see them doing terribly well. I think they'll lose first round. That's assuming they do get to, this, to the playoffs. They haven't been there in a little while. Number six, Houston Rockets. They are not doing well, as I mentioned, but they are a they're they got a veteran core and they will end up getting their shit together. They'll figure it out. So don't worry. Number five, the Dallas Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks. They are kind of in free fall also, but they're starting to get their shit together already, which is good because they are a su- supremely veteran team. Like I said, they got Darren Williams from the Nets, whose name I remember just right now. They are they're looking pretty good. So you, you can't really root against the or bet against the Mavericks. They always are in there. They they're not gonna win, 
They've only won once, obviously, and they lost once, but they're gonna be in the in the in the playoffs. Don't worry. Number four, the Los Angeles Clippers. It's a team I really love watching, but I'm sick of hearing about. I think everyone agrees with that, though. They're just they're, they don't shut the fuck up about anything. Uh, number three, the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Thunder are an odd team where it seems like they should be winning every single year. They should just be in like their seventh straight championship right now. But instead, they went to one and lost it. And that's where they're at. And I know Kevin was injured and Russell had to carry the team by himself pretty much. And they lost Cephalosha. And there's a bunch of players leaving and going. And they, you know, I just feel like they should be fucking tearing it up. They lost a good coach. I just don't know why they're not winning every single fucking year. I, they're really, really, really playing below their potential every single year. It's kind of frustrating to watch. And Kevin Garnett, or Kevin Garnett, Kevin, Kevin Durant, really, I feel bad for him because he plays really well. And then he's got his number two, his Scottie Pippen. He tries to be the Michael Jordan and throws up the fucking ball nonstop. And that would irritate me beyond anything. Number two, the San Antonio Spurs. I originally had them in first, but then I saw how the Warriors are playing. Obviously, the Golden State Warriors are number one on my list. Anyway, the Spurs look good. Spurs will always be good, and they only got better in the offseason. The only problem is the reason they're not going to finish first is because the Warriors are on an 11-0 run to start the season, and they look fucking great. And they're not even playing with Steve Kerr as a coach right now. It's the goddamn Walton boy. Holy shit. I, I, unbelievable. I know people are talking about the uh, fucking, was it 97 Bulls with the, uh, the most winning season, blah, blah, blah. And I think people are comparing to them, comparing them to them, and that's not fair yet. I just, and I fucking, Ron Harper came out yesterday and said that the, originally I read 97, but then it said, Something said 96 Bulls would beat the shit out of uh, the Golden State. They would sweep them in a series. And I got to agree. I have to agree. Every, you shouldn't disagree with that. The Warriors are great. Steph Curry is a great dominant player. Don't get me wrong. I really love watching him. But the Bulls are the Bulls. You're not going to beat them. Come on. <sighs> anyway, that's where I see this season going. That's how I see the ending. I do think it's going to be Warriors, maybe Spurs versus the Cavaliers. I, it, you could, if the Spurs and the Warriors face each other in the, in the conference finals, I do see the Warriors throwing over, basically showing their dominance. They are the champions. I see them getting one over, a series over on the, on the San Antonio Spurs, which is kind of, it's a passing of the torch because Tim Duncan's getting older. The entire Spurs lineup's getting older. And they are very, very different styles. They are going to wear the shit out of the Spurs if they play. Warriors don't stop running. They just don't. They are very, very athletic. The Spurs are defensive-minded, but they're also older, so they're not going to really keep up with the Warriors. So the Warriors will win if they face each other. So I do see the Warriors and Cavaliers, and that is going to be awesome. I don't know who's going to win that. I would have to say Warriors again. I really do. I... But we don't know. That's the whole point of watching, which means we're just going to see the exact same thing as happened last year. So, yeah, that's where I see the season going, which is the exact same fucking thing as last year, which is why I say basketball is so fucking predictable. 
And holy shit, it's repetitive. Did I say that? God damn. All right, so that's the end of this episode. Uh, episode three of whatever the hell show this is. LIWNBA Review. Uh, guys, go check out the website. LoitteringOneLand.com. I'm just signing into it right now. It's beautiful. It is sexy as fuck. Seriously, guys, go check it out. A lot of fun. 11 podcasts on that network. All sorts of TV shows, movies, you know, sports. Do your tang, jerk off. I don't care what you do. I really don't. Um, I've recently been banned on YouTube for a video I made. Um, that's kind of kind of shitty. The Phoenix West Show episode 57 was banned. They actually removed it for what I said. Ugh. Anyway, go check it out. It's on the website. You can't find it on YouTube. You have to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher to the Phoenix West Show. But yeah, it's on the website. Go there. Buy a book. They're only five bucks. Help me out. And in the meantime, and until next time, I am Phoenix West, and so long, citizens.